You're smart. Your TV is smart. That's why you cut the cord. But you need one more thing. Alaska's news source. Watch live or when it's convenient for you. Here's how. Just search Alaska's news source on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, or Android TV. Install and enjoy. It's completely free and has everything you need in one spot. Breaking news. Statewide weather. In-depth investigations. Start streaming Alaska's news source live today. Today in the morning edition, in just a few hours, jurors will begin hearing the case against accused murderer Brian Smith. The prosecution claims he played cat and mouse with the life of an alleged victim, but his attorney says the video shouldn't be trusted. Details coming up. Plus, with dire predictions about school funding, an update from Juno on where the negotiations stand. This is the Anchorage School Board discusses the proposed budget and its cuts. And later, how much would you pay for an original painting by the Beatles? We'll tell you how much this fabulous Fab Four artwork scored at auction as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up and joining us here on a Wednesday halfway into the week. Yeah, I'm sure that artwork is in the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> I know, but it always is. We yeah. have auction, I'm like, okay, yeah. millions, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, Sotheby's auction, probably. Yeah, probably one of those. <laughs> well, waking up this morning, we are watching the chance for some light snow that's gonna build across parts of South Central here over the next uh, few hours. Only expecting to see just a light dusting in many areas as this will be a quick moving system. Uh, here within about the next two to three hours, many areas across South Central uh, will see that potential for that snow come to uh, an end. But we are see, uh, seeing some clouds this morning. Those temperatures pretty mild this uh, compared to where we've been sitting at for the past several days. You can see 22 degrees in Anchorage. Winds out of the east-southeast at six miles per hour, uh, making it feel more like 14 degrees outside. And you can see that dew point sitting at 18. So we continue to see uh, some moisture streaming back into south central. 24 degrees in Kenai, 32 in Seward, uh, 23 in Palmer, and 24 degrees in Cordova. Some light snow falling through the valley. We do have a band of some snow that's beginning to drift over the uh, Anchorage Bowl. We should see just a few flurries, if not a very light uh, snowfall activity that could bring us just a trace amount, uh, if not slightly higher uh, amounts as we head through the uh, first part of the morning hours. Many areas, again, less than about an inch can be expected uh, as this system continues to pull off towards the north, northeast. And you can see quickly weakening as it does uh, continue to uh, track its way off to the northeast. So this is going to be a very quick moving system. And within about the next, uh, again, two to four hours or two to three hours, we are going to see all of this snow uh, come to an end. But you can really see how it's taking more of an approach towards western parts of the system sit in a valley, but again, the Anchorage Bowl uh, could see a slight chance for some snowfall this morning, so just be prepared for that as you get out on the roadways. Uh, slightly higher amounts as you head through Prince William Sound, and you can see by uh, the evening hours, uh, we're going to see the potential for two to four inches from Whittier out towards uh, Valdez with lighter totals as you head through the rest of South Central uh, as we head into the rest of your uh, Wednesday. Temperature-wise today, we are going to stay in the mid to upper 20s, some peaks of sunshine into the afternoon hours. Warmer weather looks possible as we welcome in the close of this week with highs near freezing. I'll have those details in that seven day coming up. It took years for the case to reach the courtroom, but today prosecutors will begin laying out their evidence in the case against Brian Smith. He's accused of killing two Native women and in at least one case taking video of her brutal death. During yesterday's opening statements, the defense questioned the origins of that video while the prosecution detailed the horrific scenes recorded. Rebecca Palsha was in the courtroom with this morning's top story. You'll see videos in this case. We like to work with computers. As opening statements began, the family of a murder victim watched. 
the sister of 53-year-old Veronica Abachuk, was only able to listen for about 30 minutes before leaving the courtroom in tears. Brian Smith is on trial for both the death of Abachuk and 30-year-old Kathleen Joe Henry. He strangles her, releases, strangles, releases. She's bloodied, she's beaten, she's naked. Footage of Henry was turned over to police. He says, you live, you die. You live, you die. He's playing almost a cat and mouse game with her. Dunlap says Smith narrates his video as if for an audience, and that after being questioned by Anchorage police for eight hours, Smith said this. You guys in a rush to go home? Um, <coughs> are you guys in a rush? I know I'm gonna burn already, is what he says. And then he confesses to the killing of Veronica Abichuk. But really what they have is a video came a very questionable and still largely unknown origin. The defense then asked the jurors, why did it take so long for the video to get to police? Also, why did the woman who took it tell so many different stories about how she got hold of the videos? But suffice to say, it's changed a whole bunch in four years. She's lied about it several times, material details. Rebecca Palsha, Alaska's News Source. The trial is expected to last for three to four weeks. You can watch live coverage on alaskasnewsource.com, our news app, and free streaming channels. You'll find it under the live tab on our website and on the streaming platforms. Live streaming will begin this morning at 8.30. We do want to warn you, some of the details will be graphic and could be upsetting. New information on a story that we first brought you last week regarding a residential fire at the 3000 block of Young Street. We reported yesterday the two people who had been taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries died, but we now know the fire is being investigated as an arson and the deaths as homicides. Anchorage police say this is an ongoing joint investigation with the Anchorage Fire Department. No charges have been filed at this time. A woman and her unborn child died after she was shot in Mountain View. The woman was found on the 200 block of North Park Street Sunday night. Police say she was taken to the hospital where she died of her injuries. APD is not releasing the victim's name as they are still trying to determine if her death is related to domestic violence. Both the mother and unborn child's deaths are being investigated as homicides. A suspect was detained, but no charges have been filed. A European man heli skiing in the Chugach Mountains died from his injuries after being pushed into a band of rocks. According to a statement released by Silverton Mountain Guides, it happened last Friday in the Lake George region near Connect Glacier. The company said the skier was taken quickly to Anchorage by helicopter but passed away from his injuries. The guiding company says it has suspended its operations for the next two weeks. Staff, parents, and even students showed up at last night's Anchorage School Board meeting to share their opinions on the district's proposed budget. Yeah, much of the debate centered on possible cuts to special programs like Ignite. This is my 26th year in ASD. Friday, we learned the Ignite program will be cut from 20 teachers to two. How two teachers will cover 60 elementary schools and 2,000 students was not shared. This cut will end the Ignite program. I urge you, esteemed members of the Anchorage School Board, to reconsider the proposal to cancel the Ignite Gifted and Talented Program. Let us stand together in support of our gifted students, reaffirming our commitment to excellence, opportunity, and the limitless potential of every child in our district.
Once our um, our teacher got uh, had to leave for like a week, and it broke our hearts so much. We were so sad we didn't get to do Ignite, and so now, and that was only like four people, but now there's like 15 people, and if we couldn't do Ignite, it would hurt so many of our hearts. The district's looking to make up a budget deficit that's been estimated at nearly $100 million. One of the proposals includes increasing class sizes for students from 4th through 12th grade. There are also dozens of teaching positions that would be eliminated, although the district says most of them are currently unfilled. Superintendent Jarrett Bryant said the district is at a breaking point with its finances. One teacher testified to her concerns. Yes, art teaches transferable skills like creativity and collaboration and grit. But art just matters for art's sake. Trying to lump art into STEAM only water down the subject. Art is academic inherently. Students are getting science and math and technology in their classrooms, and they need time away from technology to interact with one another and work with their hands. The school district says rising costs and inflation combined with flat funding from the state are responsible for the deficit. This is just the proposed budget. The school board won't vote on the budget until February 20th. School budget concerns are being reflected in the state capitol as well. Educators are predicting dire consequences if the student funding formula is not increased. For student funding or the BSA, that remains a focal point for both House and Senate members. The House Majority Bill, including a, uh, proposing a $300 BSA increase, has stalled for about 20 days. Other lawmakers, including some in the Senate Majority, want a more than $1,400 BSA increase. Uh, we are still negotiating with all parties, I believe. Uh, we obviously know that uh, education is important. We've heard that from you know, a lot of different people. And uh, we acknowledge the importance of a BSA increase. We appreciate what that might be and what associated policy might have to come forward with that. Uh, but we're looking forward to um, finding out where the House is right now. We just we simply don't know. We've heard zero. Uh, we've heard uh, higher numbers than that. We've heard half of that. So, you know, this is a, a process of um, compromise and negotiations uh, with the other body. And we're just you know, very anxious uh, to hear what they come up with. Educators have told lawmakers if the BSA is not increased, it could lead to staffing issues and programs being cut. Coming up, it's only been a week since NSTAR sounded the alarm about possible natural gas shortages. Now the state legislature is searching for other solutions to fill the reserves, including more drilling in Cook Inlet. Details in today's capital coverage from Juno. Chance for some snow today and later this week. I'll have more details on that. First, sunrise 904, sunset 523, eight hours and 18 minutes of daylight. Here, hoping you're having a great start to your Wednesday. No, let's check in with Aaron for a look at today's forecast. Well, we're still seeing those temperatures expected to remain fairly seasonal across southern parts of uh, Alaska. Waking up this morning, though, 22 degrees. Uh, we're going to continue to see these temperatures are warm into the afternoon hours, right around the mid to upper 20s, which is seasonal for this time of year. Uh, now, those overnight lows actually remaining fairly warm. We should be seeing those temperatures dip into the teens, but I think we'll take this, uh, this warmer weather compared to the bitter cold we did see uh, the past week and a half to two weeks. 29 degrees in Nome with some light snow showers, 37 degrees in Cold Bay where we are seeing uh, some wintry mix, and then out towards southeast, temperatures sitting in the 20s and the 30s, and we are seeing the potential for some areas 
a fog this morning uh, out towards uh, the Panhandle. We're still seeing that ridge of high pressure to our south that has shifted to the east. Uh, as a result of that, we are going to see a bit more cloud coverage today, and we are, uh, are, also, uh, are also seeing uh, some slight snow showers as we start off uh, your Wednesday morning. There is that active weather out towards uh, the open waters of the Bering. This will continue to be the uh, forecast for the remainder of this week that we're going to continue to see uh, stormy weather out towards the Bering, western Alaska, as well as through the Aleutians, uh, where we will see those temperatures expected to warm into the upper 30s uh, and the lower 40s. Now, here across South Central, there is that band of snowfall that's lifting northward uh, through South Central. Anchorage could see just a slight possibility for some uh, accumulation this morning. We're going to see a better chance as you head through uh, areas of the Susitna Valley, west of Prince William, or west, uh, west of the Parks Highway, and then through Prince William Sound, uh, seeing that potential for some areas of wintry mix and some snow uh, where we could see some decent accumulation from Whittier uh, out towards Valdez. So this morning, as you get out on the roadways across South Central, not everyone's going to be battling that snowfall, uh, but you will want to watch for that light snow. And as that traffic picks up, some blowing snow being lofted uh, from the passing vehicles. Now into the afternoon and evening, uh, certainly going to see those road conditions improve, visibility improve, and even seeing some peaks of sunshine uh, across South Central. And that's going to stay with us uh, into our uh, into our Thursday as well before those clouds really uh, thicken up. So really, the first few hours of this morning has the Best potential for that snowfall. Uh, then you can see through the rest of the day just some flurry potential. Temperature-wise, we are going to warm our way uh, into the mid to upper 20s, which is where we should be uh, for this time of year. And then looking ahead through the remainder of today, there's that snow drifting northward. Uh, you can see as we head through the rest of this week on into uh, the end of this week, active weather stays with us through the Gulf of Alaska, uh, out towards Kodiak as well. Inland areas, we will see that potential for some passing snow showers, uh, but the further inland you live, the less chance, uh, the lower your chance of seeing some of that snowfall. Uh, we are going to be watching Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to bring the best potential for some snow and maybe even some areas of wintry mix across uh, South Central as those temperatures uh, continue to warm. So certainly going to be watching that. Keep that on our radar. 35 in Homer today, 28 degrees in Soldotna, uh, 37 in Kodiak. Light snow showers through Prince William Sound with temperatures warming uh, near freezing. Six degrees in Golcana, the valley expected to see a light chance for some snowfall. Uh, this morning, again, most snow, uh, most areas inland will see that snow come to an end by about 8 to 9 a.m. Uh, temperatures make a run near 30 degrees into the valley. Uh, and then here over the next several days, notice these temperatures. We're going to continue to warm 24 Thursday. Uh, and then as we welcome in Friday and the weekend, highs make a run near freezing. So there's that warmer conditions heading our way, and that's going to stick with us into next week. That's yeah, a nice, good extended forecast. Thanks, Aaron. With more snow on the way, we want to make a clarification on a story we brought you about Muni's, the Muni's recommendation to urgently remove snow loads from roofs. Now, the city says all residents should consider having the snow removed, but not all buildings are in the category of urgent need. If you do see a thing, things like a, a sagging roof or ice jams or hear strange noises, experience sticky window and door jams, that's when the city says you should get the snow removed. Lawmakers in Juneau expressed concerns about potential and natural gas shortfall. Our worries about Cook Inlet, which supplies much of South Central's heat. The inlet could face crisis levels by 2026, and lawmakers in Juneau are searching for a legislative fix. Here's political reporter Steve Kirch with this morning's Capitol coverage. A week after NSTAR's president warned of possible challenges to delivery of natural gas that gives most of us heat, today House lawmakers discussed three possible solutions to those challenges. The public wants local solutions. They want gas from Coquillet. They don't want to import LNG. 
and they want the local jobs and the revenue, obviously, for the local economies. So we've got to do some things to get more drilling going in Cook Hillet. One bill proposes 5% rates for the first 10 years of production, while Wasilla Representative George Rauscher wants a zero royalty rate if producers offer to sell to an in-state electric or heating utility before selling to anyone else. Fellow Wasilla Representative Jesse Sumner's bill would direct Alaska Permanent Fund Corporation to purchase 25% ownership of a North Slope natural gas line. They are all proposals being met with mixed reaction from Senate leadership. In the summer, we have very little demand, and we need to store that surplus gas. In the winter, we need a lot more. And, and what we've heard is they're not drilling because they're afraid to find too much gas. Because if they find too much gas, it drives the price down, and they can't make as much profit as they like on it. So the way we're doing it now is fundamentally broken. A joint House-Senate Resources Committee meeting is scheduled for Wednesday, where the president of NSTAR is scheduled to speak. Reporting from Juno, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. You've been listening to the Alaska's News Source podcast. Subscribe to have the latest episodes delivered to your library automatically.